2: And thanks for joining us here on Blunt Business, presented by the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, here on CannabisRadio.com. Today, on this episode, we talk about the future of do-it-yourself cannabis extraction technology, with the CEO of an LA-based company, Los Angeles, focused on building industry-leading technology in solventless extraction. And that's a phrase we haven't heard much about before, but we're going to learn more about it with the CEO and co-founder of Show Products, S-H-O, Sam Jurist who's joining us from Columbia, who's at he's at a conference today, and we appreciate him taking time to join us. Thanks, Sam.
3: Great to, great to be here.
2: Wonderful. I'm jealous. I wish I could be down there enjoying the food, the the fun, the culture, and obviously a great event, especially the Latin American market. We want to learn so much about that. But uh, Now we're going to talk about, first of all, solventless extractions. I've seen quite a bit written about it, but I don't think we've ever had a chance to talk about it here on the network in general since we started, so... Let's let people know what that's all about. Solventless extractions are con- considered to be most enjoyable, highest quality, and most unadulterated form of cannabis extracts. Even better, all the solventless extraction techniques can be performed at home with relative ease, with the exception of Rosin Tech. The goal of solventless extracts is pure gran- granular, glandular, excuse me, trichome head isolation, as the heads contain the coveted cannabinoids and terpenes. For these reasons. Uh, solventless extracts are recommended and preferred concentrate despite the steps needed to press it into dabs pure isolated trichrome heads are in either the dry sift or ice water hash form are known as full melt the term full melt is used to describe the highest grade of solventless extractions that melt fully leaving little behind to no residue indicating very little plant matter in the product so it's the purest of the pure the most extract of the extract so Talk to me about how Show Products focused on building technology in solventless extraction.
3: Well, you said it all about solventless. Uh, as a great intro. Um, so my partner and I got into the business um, about five years ago um, when a new form of extraction, Tech, really became popularized actually through Instagram. And a friend came over to uh, our house with a hair straightener and squeezed the nug and showed us how in 60 seconds you could make a completely organic cannabis concentrate. We thought, wow, this is definitely the future. And and, um, and uh, we, we kind of did some research and uh, we hired some engineers and we came up with eight different machines from personal to commercial size uh, extractors for uh, cannabis consumers and for commercial processors. To use this process of heat and pressure to make cannabis oil.
2: Fantastic. It's uh, very interesting. I really never had a whole lot of the chance to talk about it. And I'm just saying um, it's uh, the, the facet and really to learn about, well, I guess, how this is done. I mean, I imagine how much quality control and testing and how much you have to really come in through to do this because, all right, your website's talked about how it is the cleanest and safest method of extraction most popular among consumers. And you use rosin presses and dry-sift tumblers through your world-famous Rosin Tech product. So take me through the process of manufacturing rosin processes to perform this tra- kind of extraction method. I don't even know what a rosin press is. If you could tell us about that, please let us know.
3: Yeah, well, so rosin press uses heat and pressure uh, to create rosin. Rosin is the, the name given to extract that's made with heat and pressure. And um, so the process is simple, you take either your starting material will either be flour or you can start with a, a keef product or water hash. Um, you put it uh, in a filter bag, a micron filter bag. There's different size filters depending on what material you're pressing. Put in uh, parchment paper, put it in the machine, um, apply heat and pressure for anywhere from 60 to 90 seconds. And, um, the oil will come through the filter bag onto the parchment paper. Um, you'll release the, the plates, um, collect the oil, uh, with a tool. Um, typically you like to store it for 15, 20 minutes in a fridge. It, it hardens a little bit, makes it easier to collect. Uh, but then you're good to go. Good to smoke. It's completely organic. It's really the best, uh, representation of whatever strain you are pressing. Um, because there's no chemicals added in the process, um, and it's full spectrum, so you're getting all of the cannabinoids that are present in uh, whatever strain you're, you're working with.
2: So you're not using any foreign substances. Now, I'm looking at one of the rosin presses right now on your website, uh, showproductsteam.com, SHO Products team. How big is this thing? It looks like it's a desktop model?
3: Uh, I'm not sure which one you're looking at, but we sell models that are priced from $300 all the way up to $75 hundred dollars and oh look um, at the Rosentek Grow really it looks like so the Grow is is um, is super uh, portable that's why it's called the Go it's, right it uh, weighs 15 pounds and it can press about uh, two grams of flour um, per press um, so popular for for home users um, looking to make you know dabs or oil at home uh, and it, it retails for three hundred dollars and um and then you know, so so it's it's we act, we kind of like to compare it to a coffee machine. There's yeah. you know, at, at different price points, different features, and as the models get bigger, they can produce more uh, per batch.
2: And then you have an industrial size one. It looks like it's called the Rosentech Pollen Master.
3: Well, so the Pollen Master is a dry sift tumbler. So okay. a different process of uh, producing hash, um, also solventless. It's using a micron screen. So you take uh, typically trim, frozen trim. You'll put it in the Pollen Master drum, um, close the lid, put it in the machine, and run it for 20 minutes. And um, what it does is it separates all the trichomes from your plant material using agitation. And then you can take uh, you would take the drum out, um, collect your keef, and actually at that point that product can be used in uh, you know pre rolls, uh, uh, you know can be used in edibles. Um, uh, you can press it. A, a lot of our customers will, you know, keep a whole solventless process. So they'll start with their trim, put it through a pollen master, uh, take the keys that they get, and then put it in a filter bag and press it.
2: Very interesting. Well, so obviously, if you get a chance, folks, go ahead and take a look at SHFproductsteam.com. Uh, look at some of the products here. The Rosin Tech is quite interesting. Let's just look at the video for it while you were talking about that. Coming up, we got to go to a quick commercial break. But when we come back. I want to talk to you about the vaping market and cannabis concentrates, which are very important for vaping, and how vaping is the main driver of concentrate sales, and is it going to be the end-all, be-all top seller in the cannabis industry going forward? We'll talk all about that here with Sam Juris, CEO and co-founder of Shell Products here on CannabisRadio.com. Before we go to commercial, let's go ahead and talk about the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. It's coming to Miami, August fourth. You can learn more at usccexpo.com. Uh, patients, you get a chance to see a medical doctor at our show on throughout the show for evaluation so you can quickly get your medical marijuana card. Doctors, you can join us on Friday, August 2nd for our physician training and certification program. Take the exam and become a certified medical marijuana physician. And you can learn about the latest TENS, trends and techniques in digital marketing and seo from the man that coined the term search engine optimization bruce clay he'll be there doing training web we'll education we'll have speed networking keynotes a really bustling exhibit space it's all going to be the 2019 united states cannabis conference and expo august 34th in miami florida log on to USCCExpo.com. secure your tickets today back more with sam jurist in just a moment rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. The National Cannabis Industry Association's 6th Annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo returns to San Jose, California's McInerney Convention Center July 22nd through the 24th. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. And take part in the most influential, award winning cannabis conference and trade show hosted by the cannabis industry's only national trade association. NCIA's Cannabis Business Summit and Expo offers attendees three days of engagement and interactive programs. Arrive early so you can participate in our pre conference workshops and off site tours. Join hundreds upon hundreds of exhibitors and thousands upon thousands of attendees at NCIA's sixth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo. July 22nd to the 24th in San Jose, California. Register today at Cannabis That's Cannabis Business Now available for pre order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches. Premium mixing and rolling pouches allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com.
1: Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots.
2: <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where
1: is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out.
2: Garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with Sam Jura, CEO and co founder of Shell Products here on Blunt Business. Forbes.com ran a story titled Vaping propels cannabis concentrates market to $3 billion. In the story, it says consumer spending in the United States is expected to reach almost $3 billion in 2018, according to Arcview Market Research in partnership with BDS Analytics, 49% more than last year. And the only larger cannabis product category is smokable flour. Are you surprised that flour is taking a backseat to concentrate?
3: Uh, I'm not. It's been a trend for a while, and you know, as more and more products come to market and people are starting to innovate um, uh, different delivery mechanisms, consumers are taking advantage of that. And, um, you know, I mean, there's always gonna be the person who likes to grind up their flour and roll themselves a joint, but um, most consumers in the mass market are gonna want something that's more prepared um, and potentially not, you know, smoking uh, not, not smoking as the delivery mechanism. So cannabis is a very diverse plant. Um, and so are the products that it can be, you know, applied in. Uh, so, you know, it's really just the beginning, I think, in terms of, uh, what products are going to be coming to market. And, you know, as consumers have more options, I think, you know, you're seeing it as, as people are switching away from, from flower to, to other delivery mechanisms.
2: Now, vaping is the main driver of concentrate sales. 58% of concentrate spending in 2018 will come from pre-filled vaporizers. Now, back to 2014, concentrates only made up 10% of legal cannabis sold. That number is now up to 27%. Now, some research I've talked about here on the show is the increase of vape pen purchases over flour in California. Do you think that trend is expected to continue to take shape in every market? Is that going to be an ongoing trend across the board? And should more companies be more concerned about getting vape pens ready with concentrate to sell?
3: Yeah. I mean, the trend is also seen in other States in Colorado concentrates, growth outpaces flower. Um, you know, I think for, 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 you know, for us with, with, uh, our business being in the distribution to dispensaries, um, we're constantly getting feedback from our stores, um, you know what consumers are requesting and um you know how their tastes are changing and evolving um and so sure i mean you have to you have to evolve with the market and as consumers you know change their taste um you need to be able to bring products that uh you know that that fit the different uh demands of the market but i, I would say i would say i would say this. you know most people um you know who are new to cannabis are going to i think tend towards uh simpler mechanism for smoking and you know to buy a vape pen that's something that doesn't smell and something that's you know more concealed and um is going to be appealing to most um rather than buying flour and having to roll their joints or just the, the, the kind of smell that comes along with smoking a joint um just different segments um you know, just different segments of the market, and um, sure, I, I think um, I think you'll continue to see uh, this kind of trend play out as more states, um, you know, give data, and as we see more more cannabis consumers from mainstream coming on.
2: Now, Sam, the increasingly popular consuming concentrates relates to versatility. For medical patients, concentrates can be much more potent than flower edible, so relief from ailments can come much more quickly and efficiently. And on the medical front, concentrates allow for the isolation of specific cannabinoids in the extract. So patients can consume a specific concentrate based on the type of disease or disorder they have. On the adult side, vaping concentrate oil seems to have more appeal than smoking flour for many consumers. That's what we're still reading from the report. Now, smoking has been on the decline for decades due to acknowledged health risks. I'm not going to suggest vaping is not going to be more harmful than smoking is or not. I'm just analyzing the industry as I would for any other industry for investment purposes but now do you think the industry will get to a point where smoking and dabbing will become antiquated methods of cannabis consumption
3: I think people are gonna you know smoke there's always gonna be people smoking you know will it become antiquated um, you know may- maybe that's the perception that will be in the future um, I still think there's gonna be smokers. Um, there's going to be people that prefer edibles. There's going to be people that prefer, you know, not not ingesting their cannabis at all and using it as, as topicals or um, in, in other uh, consumer products. Um, so, I think the main point is, is that really this plant has been withheld um, from being applied in all these different arenas. And so, super exciting for us to, to see all the different applications uh, that are possible. And, you know, as it as it becomes something that is, you know, used by the mass market, um, it's not going to be just smoking joints. um, And you can see it already in the data. So when we come back,
2: we're going to talk about uh, most recently, your team was at the Hall of Flowers. And I know that you're in Columbia now. So let's talk about what you've been doing around the conference circuit. We'll talk about that coming up after the break here on Cannabis Radio.com. More Blunt Business after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads, make genuine business connections and get premier brand exposure. This is your opportunity. NCIA's new industry socials are coming soon to Portland, Maine, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Miami. Sponsorship opportunities available. Register today.
1: Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots.
2: (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart.
1: Where is it? Not that kind of pot. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt
2: Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with final questions with Sam Jura, CEO and co-founder of SHO Products, show products here on Cannabis Radio. So you were recently at Hall of Flowers, which, by the way, I, I mean, I was really surprised to hear, this is a Gary Vanderchuk event, if I'm correct, and I did hear quite a bit about the event Um so tell me what were your thoughts about the show, initial thoughts, first time going, and uh, what you took out of it.
3: All of Flowers is an excellent show. They do a great job. Um, this is the second one that they've put together. Um, it's really for bringing brands together with shop owners and distributors. It's really the only show, in my opinion, that um, people should should be looking at. Um, but the show was great, um, and um, you know, it, 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 the market in California has really gone through a transformation um, over the last 12, 18 months. Um, and so, Hall of Flowers is really the first show that's brought together licensed, um, you know, processors, manufacturers, cultivators, and distributors.
2: Now, the other thing I can also notice that made a, a big deal about is where there were certain celebrities that are coming out now with their own vape lines. I saw Snoop Dogg now has a new vape line he's putting out. I know that Chelsea Handler is now partnering with the company to put on her own brand, and more of that's happening more and more. Um, what do you think about the fact that now you have more of these celebrities are coming in, making it to an event like this? This almost felt like kind of a South by Southwest type of feel to it. Also an outdoor event, which I noticed was quite interesting. But it comes down to the fact that um, you have more presence, more exposure towards vaping, which will mean more presence of exposure to concentrates. Do you see it as a benefit?
3: Yeah. Well, in terms of celebrities, I would say this. I mean, it it, uh, makes sense that they're, you know, they have large following that they can take advantage in terms of marketing and get their products in front of. Um, I would say that some of them do a good job and some of them, I think, need to either put more infrastructure in place or they need to really, like, Get involved themselves as the business owners to um, make sure that they're, you know, sourcing the right ingredient and um, and and selling quality products. Um, because it's a it's you know it's, you need to really understand the business. I think for 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 it to be successful, it's not as easy as just putting a, a brand mark or a name on a product line. You need to um, you need to understand the market and you need to understand. Uh, what's going into your products? Um, so we 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 help uh, a number of uh, of our brands that we distribute for um, through that process um, of of sourcing material, uh, of sourcing child-resistant packaging, of uh, providing uh, sales team and distribution uh, throughout California. Um, so of was was great for us. Um, our distribution arm, uh, with show Labs is tri seed distribution. Um, and we have 10 brands right now that we're distributing to, uh, 80 shops. Um, and it's a, a real array of, of products and brands. Um, and, uh, so the show for us was great. We got a, uh, it was for us a chance to meet with our, our existing shop owners, new shop owners, and, and, uh, a handful of, of brands that, um, that we're at the show that we're, that we were speaking to. And um, yeah, really, really a positive show. And it's exciting to be operating uh, now in California uh, in a, in a legal framework um, where it's kind of been for the last 12 months, half, one foot in, one foot out.
2: Fantastic. Now, besides the tri-state distribution, which you just mentioned, I was glad you mentioned and pointed that out. The other thing I was just noticing that you made the news as well was, uh, you also bought Mastermind Distribution, which I see quite a bit on the website. And they are, it's a move aimed to expand your wholesale customer base. And so now your products uh, will be available. You'll be able to add 5,000 wholesale stores to your wholesale customer brands, becoming the largest distributors of ancillary products. And, you know, you mentioned that uh, it's, I mean, really Tell me about the magnitude of that deal.
3: Yeah, so we have three entities. Show Products is completely ancillary. We're selling uh, products to consumers, through our e-commerce stores, um, and we also sell to our wholesale partners through Mastermind Distribution, everything from extraction equipment to um, vaporizers, to rigs, apparel, all cannabis-focused products on the ancillary side of things. Then we have Show Labs, which is licensed for cultivation, manufacturing, and distribution in California, um, where we're distributing THC products to 80 shops um, with 10 different brands. And the third entity is Show Ventures. We have a farm in Cali, Columbia. That's why I'm down here at the moment. Uh, And we have applications uh, submitted for cultivation, extraction uh, for both hemp and THC, and we've submitted 20 seeds to the ECA, which is the seed bank down here um, so they're all separate entities um, but they do um, they do kind of cross-sell and cross-market to some of the same customers um, and so for us um, you know as it relates to to show products and, and mastermind um, it really gives us the infrastructure um, operating on the ancillary side of things without needing to um, Kind of deal with some of the limitations uh, that being on the touching the plant side of things put in place. So we've been able to build out kind of scale in terms of operations and logistics um, on the ancillary side of things, which has really helped us uh, in terms of a foundation for uh, our our touching the plant business.
2: And I'll tell you, so those deals in place, plus the other thing too, I was on You also closed. A three point six million dollar Series A funding. You got a venture capitalist by the name of Antenna Bomb, a New York philanthropist and VC investor, to join in. She's now on the board of directors, and you know, it's all based on the fact that your company last year revenue grew fifty six percent. You grew your workforce. You gained market share, domestic and international, and you know, you're talking about the fact that this investment is like pouring, it's like pouring gasoline on a fire. <laughs> she said so. Uh, Talking about the growth that you have here. I mean, is this something where there's a race to uh, where you feel like, you know, is it more or less a race, I guess, to expand nationwide as best as you can? What's a, What are your plans going forward now with all the things that you're putting together, these new entities that are coming on board, extra money to come on board to fund? Talk to me about what the next few years looks like for show products.
3: Yeah, we always have have been operating kind of in the, in the black. We've been profitable since our second month. Um, so the question on, on whether or not to take on investors in the beginning, we didn't want it. We wanted to you know, kind of you know, grow the business organically. It got to a point where we, we just were seeing so many opportunities um, that we wanted to bring on capital to take advantage of them. And so for us, um, we're really focused on, for the, in, in terms of the future, where we're headed in the next you know, two, three years, is to continue to build out our distribution platforms, both on, on the ancillary side of things, and on the touching the plant side so uh, we have operations up and running in california um, we have um, a team in place uh, in new jersey seeking a license there and a few other states um, in, in uh, nearby california where we'll look and take our same model that we built out um, with tri-state uh, and bring it to and bring our brand to these other states uh, and then in terms of columbia uh, the market's really just coming online now um, you know there's been couple companies that um, have shipped a very small amount of oil to date, really just for testing purposes. So um, the whole international market of cannabinoid trade is yet to really happen. Um, So we're set up here with a farm uh, and licenses, and we will uh, be providing the raw materials to our customers with Show Labs, our brands that we distribute, and for uh, you know, for other customers as well. So, um, you know, we just are focused on really just continuing to build out uh, our business and to create value. And we're we're not we're not in a rush. You know, we're we're kind of taking things step by step.
2: Absolutely. And I'll tell you, a few months ago, I talked with Mark Collins. He's vice president of uh, Cfn Network, uh, Managing Partner Expansion and Strategy Partners, and we talked about uh, the various markets in terms of what's out there and what's available for people to go and go through. And we mentioned mentioned for the fact that Colombia right now is the only country that allows the export of marijuana, although it's likely other countries could soon follow legislation, opening the door to more cannabis production. So uh, talk to me, I know there's been a lot that's been said about the area, five of all the Latin American countries uh, of 11, industrial cannabis is illegal. So there's still a lot of barriers to go through, but what are you gonna you tell me right there about that show, uh, Tell me the name of the show again that you're in, Columbia, and then what's the buzz that you've been hearing about or from sessions that you've been hearing about? Um, who's been infiltrating? trading? Because I know Canada's been making quite a bit in terms of export uh, prowess They're trying to get their way in. Obviously, you're looking into it as well. You're doing the testing. Talk to me about that so far.
3: Yeah, well, so all the companies that are, are down here are really at different stages, um, but still no one is exporting. THC or CBD out of Columbia right now. Uh, so for us, we have a farm, uh, we have 20 uh, proprietary strains that we have submitted to the seed bank here. Um, and we should be in, I would say about six months time, um, up and running with our facility. We're building out a, an extraction facility, uh, and working with local growers here to grow our genetics. Um, And so it's, as I said, it's really a, it's an emerging market, um, international cannabis trade is still something that, um, it it will be a very large, uh, be a very large business. Um, and, uh, it's super exciting to be here and kind of see how, um, it's evolving. Um, the country certainly, uh, wants to bring this business here, um, and with anything, um, you know, there's. There's uh, kinks that need to be worked out politically, um, but it's all moving in the right direction, and um, you know, operating in, a, in another country has its challenges, um, but uh, certainly um, been uh, a challenge, and at the same time, really exciting because there's so much uh, potential uh, for for Colombia. There, there's very cheap labor here. Um, there's 12 hours of sunlight. Um, so, in terms of your cost uh, of production, uh, it's tough to compete with that in, in other countries where you're either growing inside uh, with electricity costs and, and higher labor costs. Um, so, so, we believe, um, you know, that, that producing cannabinoids here in Latin America, um, you know, in the next three to five years will really be uh, a, a large portion of where, uh, these production is done. Um, and so, uh, for, you know, for us, we're, we're excited to be here on the ground kind of as things get up and running.
2: That's amazing. So the show you're at is Expo Cannabis, which is a, what a hell of a show. I see the keynote speakers you got going on for this event. is Jim Belushi, the actor, that's been for 30 years, been on film, TV, and a lot of different things he's been doing. Former president of Mexico, Vicente Fox, Steve D'Angelo and others. So I'll tell you, it's a, quite an event you're going to get to be at, and um, I would love to go and learn more about what's going on coming out of Colombia. And i obviously would love to go and keep in touch with you and what you're doing at Show Products. So, real quickly before we go out of here and wrap things up, take a minute to talk to our listeners about what they should know about when they go ahead and learn about Show Products, where they should go to learn more, and what they should check out, and how they can get in touch with yeah, you. so go to you
3: can go to showproductsteam.com. Um, learn a little bit more about the company there. Uh, if you're interested in making solventless extracts at home, definitely go to rosin-tech-products.com. Um And then if you want to pick up a, a vaporizer or a rig or some cool artwork, go to dabnation.com. We also have a, a store in downtown LA. Um, and um, appreciate your time today. It was great to be on the show.
2: Hey, my pleasure. Enjoy Columbia. I'm very jealous. I wish I could be there for that. Looks like a great show and obviously great location. So, no doubt about it. Again, Sam Jura, CEO and co-founder of Show Products here on Pump Business. Thanks again for making time.
3: All right. Take care.
2: Well, keep in touch. So, uh, folks, again, United States Cannabis Conference and Expo is our event that we have having in another beautiful locale, Tropical Paradise of Miami, Florida, August 34th. We hope you'll join us for that. And also, if you're looking to learn about the Latin American market, we hope you'll join us because we'll have a, quite a few people that are in the Latin American market for cannabis that you'll get a chance to meet at the show. Again... Uh, to learn more, it's dot com. It's August 24th in Miami, Florida. Get your tickets to get today. Thanks for joining us. You can download past episodes on this episode of Blunt Business. Go to com. That's where our show's hosted. You can also subscribe to the show through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening.